Welcome, food enthusiasts, to this episode of the Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Miller, your host, and we have another food innovator to talk to us today. We have Deep Silver. She's the Senior Director of Marketing for Boscovich Farms. Welcome to the podcast, Deep. Hi, Pam. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yes, we are so excited to hear about the innovation you have going and the new things that are happening at Boscovich Farms. But first of all, explain to us a little bit about your company and structure and what part you're playing. Yeah, no, absolutely. So Boscovich Farms, um, if you're familiar with the company, it started in 1915. It was started by Stephen Boscovich, who started farming, and it's literally grown since then, no pun intended, right? Um, so with farming, it was kind of their legacy. It was what they did. It was He started it. His brothers joined, then his grandsons joined. We're actually into the fourth generation now that is running the company. So we're family owned. But along the way of growing, which of course is the, the core competency, there's always opportunities to expand our business, right? How can we now take this growing skill set that they have done and just basically mastered to the next level. So the processing, so and back in about 1990, they started the fresh cut business, which basically was taking now the produce that we've been selling to the supermarkets for years on the wet rack and processing it more for the food service business. And then from that it evolved really in 2020 was the catalyst of, wow, we have all this fantastic growing business. We have food service, but now our food service is seriously being compromised because of, you know, restaurants were shutting down, people were staying home, right? So we know what that was, um, what that felt like and looked like. So it was quickly a pivot just based on the demand outside in the marketplace mm -hmm. was to step into retail. We saw the retail value-added produce business growing at double digits because people were eating at home, right? And they were looking for convenience, but they still wanted that quality and that restaurant style food at home. So um, that's when I joined the company at the end of 2020 to help kind of just basically drive the retail business. So the Boscovich family farms is a growing side. And then fresh prep is the company that is the processing arm all under the master Boscovich fresh food group. Oh, so well, thank you for that explanation. <laughs> now backing up a little bit, the, the, the growing arm of the company, what exactly do you grow? I mean, everything, oh or do you specialize in certain produce or vegetables or yeah, absolutely. So we were known once as the onion king around the green onions. So green onions are our legacy, as well as we, which we continue to grow. Um, cilantro, radishes, uh, parsley, and then we've done celery. And now we've, you know, over the years expanded into leafy greens like kales and shards. And I mean, really, you name it, we have over 30 varieties that we grow. Okay. That's a pretty big portfolio of things that you grow. I just wanted to let our audience know it's a pretty broad growing operation that you have to pull from. So then uh, you've created this other arm that does this fresh prep type idea. Tell me about what you're doing there. Yeah, so we have a plant um, that is state-of-the-art. We've invested millions and millions of dollars in upgrades over the last few years and really built an efficient plant that is able to, to basically process. So when it comes in from the field, we have the ability to bring it in, to wash it, to, to prep it or cut it, depending on the need, and then package it and pack it out and get it to our customers. So we are also one of the few that are fully integrated, which means that we grow, we process, we pack, and we deliver. 
So yeah, we, that's what I was about to say. Nuts. Yeah, you are you're growing it and bringing it in, and then you're not shipping it off to some other manufacturer to actually process. You are doing that work uh, to then deliver to your customers. So you're you're in the middle of all of that. Uh, what kind of upgrades would you have put in the plant? I mean, were those tens of millions of dollars? Is that just all in being more efficient or taking advantage of some of the new handling that's available or yeah, so I'm not an operations person, so I can't okay. speak oh, that's specifically, fine. but I will tell you, equipment is really shiny. No, in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness it's, uh, you know, we've upgraded to be more efficient, right? So we can do more, you know, we can produce sure. at a better, faster rate. Obviously, quality and food safety at the highest, um, you know, at the highest uh, standards and to make sure the equipments are meeting those and just making sure everything's up to date and compliant and really more just overall more efficient. So that's kind of where the investments have come in. So and I apologize. I didn't mean to question at you. I love that I'm asking the marketing person and you're like, the equipment is really shiny. It's <laughs> But we know it's the, the newer, better equipment. So that's that's the point that Boscovich Farms is really investing in their business. And they're investing in their business because you have some goals for output and different lines of business that you want to get into, which you came on board right in the middle of the pandemic, Deep. So in the end of 2020, what a crazy time to change positions and then try to ramp up some marketing. Tell us how all that went. What were you working on? Yeah. So I actually came uh, previously from another produce company that was already established in the retail business. And prior to that, I've always worked in packaged goods. So I was at Nestle. I've been at ConAgra. I've been at Shell Oil. So really big food companies. So when I saw this opportunity to come into a family-owned company and really, I have a very, very deep entrepreneurial spirit. And so I thought if I can capitalize on that and really take everything that I've learned to date and now apply it. Um, that was really the opportunity for me at hand, but then also the company wanted to, you know, to your point and, you know, want to take advantage of the shiny equipment and want to make sure we're maximizing the capacity that we have available to us. So mm -hmm. I was able to come in. I literally was a blank slate. It was just like, we can make it. What should we make? And so I've developed a strategy on what this could look like. And it wasn't, you know, it started with, we were going to launch just one retail line, but then after building it out, we have also this capability to do this compostable packaging. And so, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, but yeah. basically I built a strategy where it wasn't just one line of retail, it was multiples. So we decided to launch two of the multiples for now. So one is the Green Fork brand, which is a conventional packaged salads, appeals to a broader audience, but kind of has a little bit of a niche that it plays in. And then the other one is the compostable, which is our premium, which is all organic. It really appeals to a different consumer segment. So it's not that either of them cannibalize each other. They actually, in totality, help build the category and draw more consumers in that are looking to shop on the convenience side of salads. Yeah. So you're looking to go a little bit broader with your offerings by having these two that fill different areas within that packaged salad consumer. Uh, I love, I think it would be a dream job for any marketer to have a blank slate. It's like, here's all these raw materials and what we do. And, and we're good at it and, and proven over years and years. And now 
you get to turn this into a retail marketable product or products. Like you said, that had to be just super fun, probably super intense as well. Just trying to figure out market research. What am I going to put out there? Um, how do you even approach that? I yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. It's a lot of market research, right? It's a lot of understanding the category. It's understanding who's winning, who's not, what's driving the wins, what's driving the declines, you know, just basically getting a full competitive landscape understanding and then looking at what we have available as a capability. Where can we come in? What is missing from a consumer standpoint? Do we have, you know, are we, meet, is the category meeting the gaps of what the consumers are leaning into today? And especially during 2020, as we saw consumer behaviors change, right? It was an opportunity to lean into that. And also, you know, the age, the demographics, there's so many variables, but it's all around the marketing dynamics of just the consumer. Yeah. Now bag salads have been out Mm -hmm. on the market for years, but you're really a disruptor with the packaging piece of it as well, because, uh, you know, normally, because I buy bag salads and I have to throw that plastic away in the trash. So tell me what differentiates how you went through that packaging process and what that looks like. What are we getting? Yeah, no, absolutely. So with, I'll start with telling you a little bit about Green Fork, which okay. is a conventional line. I wish I had a bag here to hold up, but I don't because I'm working from home today. But the Green Fork a salad line is a bright green packaging. It is very different than what's currently on the set. So first, the purpose of it was to draw your attention in. And then the second is that it's a little bit more playful and a little bit more fun with like with witty names. With hope helps to draw awareness to the younger consumers so they can we can bring them into our category sooner and have them um, support convenient salads and eating in a healthy way of lifestyle, really a healthy, convenient lifestyle. So that's what Green Fork is. And it's, you know, from a retailer standpoint, it's line price, it's available. Not only is it fun, it's also got these really dynamic recipes. So within the Green Fork line, we have our standard, what we call salad blends or greens, which is, you know, we'll have the baby spinach, we have spring mix, we have arugula um, with really fun names like awesome arugula and sweet baby spinach and, uh, Oh gosh. I like that. I was wondering, you were talking about <laughs> names and attracting, you know, the younger clientele. I was wondering how you did that. So that's very creative. Yeah. yeah. And then um, simply spring. And then we lean into also to salad kits, which is the convenience of this produce along with all the toppings and the dressing. So we have in that line, we have one called a marvelous Mediterranean. Oh. We have um, slam and sesame. <laughs> have everything but the burger which is a fun recipe because it's if you mix it up it's basically all the toppings you put on a burger so oh I love that down (laughs) um and then we have one called all hail lemon kale okay for our commercialized and there's fun a few fun more is in the queue that are will be coming out very soon so it's really fun to develop these recipes and come up with these fun names. And the, again, the idea to draw in a consumer that's, you know, off the playful angle that may be younger that we can, that we can tap into and also drive awareness of just a total category too. Yes. Kind of bring them in early and get them hooked on something and they might try it because of how innovative you've been with your packaging and your naming and just the whole marketing piece. So that's really fun. And the kind of traditional, I will say, your untraditional bag salad, just because you're doing different things. And um, that's exciting. And then you have some other new ideas. Well, I do. Yeah. And let me just tell you, then one more segment with Green Fork, which is um, what we're calling our packaged veg. So this actually is a complete and total idea that came out of the pandemic. 
So as consumers were shopping, as you and I both were, we were very weary of people touching our food and people touching our products. And if you were like me, you had your groceries delivered and had your Clorox wipes and gloves at the door and you were wiping them down. And because we just didn't know, there was just not enough information for us to be able to behave in a way that we felt safe. So we had took the extreme precautions, right? So with that, with the consumer concerns and also with the addition of uh, self-checkout, people wanting to get in and out of the store really fast versus getting grabbing a, you know, a bunch of cilantro and then having to look up on the screen, what is cilantro? What's that PLU number? We developed the package veg, our legacy of the commodity products uh, in a bag. So calling it package veg. Okay. So we have five varieties that are available in under the same label of Green Fork and their convenience. They're again, taking what we do, what we've done well for over a hundred years, now putting it in into a package that you can easy for online shopping, easy for nobody has touched my cilantro, only I'm, you know, between the grower and myself. Right. And um, it just makes it just more, it's like the next level of convenience as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. So that's the third segment. So yeah, we're excited about those. We have um, a total of now, I think about 16 SKUs available. So oh. getting slowly getting traction on those in the marketplace. And then the other line, which you started to lean into that I'm excited to share with you about is also called Fair Earth Farms. So this is a similar but different line. So we have the salad blends. We have now these aren't as playful names are a little bit more serious, if you will, and literal, but nonetheless of the highest quality organic um, arugula and spring mix and power greens. And then we also have the salad kits. Again, super flavor forward. We work with chef Andrew Hunter who helps us develop these recipes. So they're all very restaurant-like and very elevated salad kits. But the unique thing about these is that they are in fully compostable packaging. Okay. You can take this packaging and put it into your home compost system and you can be you can be rest you can rest assured that it will break down into organic matter over the course of 50 to 150 days depending on the environment. Wow. So if you go to our website at boscovichfarms.com you can actually see a time lapse video of this film actually breaking down and worms noshing on this deliciousness. And worms noshing. I love it. Yeah. So it's completely plant-based and made, it's a living substance in itself. So nobody in the category has been able to solve for this um, to date, mm-hmm. at least in the packaged salad segment. And so we're really excited to be able to launch the Fair Earth Farms line, which again is fully compostable. It's a BPI certified. It is exactly where our consumer trends and what behaviors are leaning into. We hope we're at the right time and we can um, start gaining awareness and really getting traction on this. Yes, you are. You are right at the front end of consumer trends because what I'm hearing with the people that we're talking to on the future food cast is that they really do care about minimizing waste and um, being able to be sustainable, like using everything we have that gets produced. So the fact that you're using packaging that's plant, you know, plant-based compostable, the the worms love it. So we're even taking care of our soil, which is another concern, you know, that we're taking care of what resources we have. And this is just giving back to that. I saw you smiling differently when you started talking about fair earth. So I I knew there's something fair earth for there was something special going on with that. So thank you for sharing the details on that. And that hasn't been out very long, right? I mean, this is a fairly new launch. So how's it going? Yeah. So, um, so both of them are fairly new, right? So we, 
believe, I think we put the press release out on Green Fork in late spring or early summer. I think it was around May. Okay. Um, so we are now at, you can find Green Fork at Costco in the Northeast, okay. which is very exciting um, yes. if you're in that area. Please, the name of the salad there is called Sesame Slaw Crunch. It is one of the best salads. Um, so that's okay. out there. And then we also have distribution at Save Mart up in the Bay Area, a couple of hundred stores up there that are, you know, um, that sell all the Green Fork line. And Fair Earth is launched in the midst, actually late summer. And so we're still in conversations with a lot of retailers. The produce category just works a little differently. It's with reset, you know, depending on resets and there's contracts. It's a little complicated to say the least. Yeah. So coming soon, but nowhere officially that we can, I can direct consumers to today, but I promise it'll be very soon. So yeah. Well, I'm sure. And by, by the time the podcast gets published and things are out there, you know, things change and everything's in process. I know you can't talk about all the potential agreements that are happening, but even the stores you already have with the Green Fork line, those are very big mm -hmm. locations and yeah. the names of the stores that you have. So obviously things are going to catch on and you'll get um, consumer buy-in. And that's really where things start to take off, right? Where, where somebody go, moves to another area and they're like, wait a minute, where's my packaged salad? I need this. And they start to ask for that. And then you kind of gain some traction there. So uh, what else do you have that you can talk to us about? Not that two big launches within one year of 2022. <laughs> it's not a big deal, right? As uh, you came online with the pandemic raging and then accomplished all these things while things were so up in the air in so many ways for um, the retail space that you're in. But um, what are your what are your thoughts about where things might go from here? Yeah, I mean, you said it. It's been a really, really busy, you know, 20, 30, I don't even 20, I haven't even been here two years yet. Um time frame. So it's been it's been nonstop for sure to say the least. I mean, our goal at this point is now to just really gain the awareness that we're looking for on these with our customers and our consumers. So that's where the focus is. The Boscovich family has invested um a lot into this. We're very excited about it. And that's where our focus will be. I will continue to be developing new recipes. We do have the chef um, that we work with very regularly, Chef Andrew Hunter, whom I mentioned. He is, we're new, new recipes coming forth. So it just never stops. It's going to be ongoing, but it's going to be building on this. And there may be new innovations under these brands. I've got lots of ideas. I'm an, I'm, I'm an ideas person and always leaning into what consumers are needing next in their convenience uh, produce category. So um, you never know. I just keep a pulse on us. I know. Well, a couple of things that I just want to ask you about. Um, number one, and you had mentioned earlier, because Boscovich Farms, like you said, family owned and really you logistically, which has been a challenge for a lot of food companies, but you you're owning where you grow it and getting it to your manufacturing and then getting it to the retailer. And uh, there aren't a lot of companies that are doing that, that I know of. I mean, it, it takes a lot of focus and investment to be able to handle that internally. And, and that's been a source of challenge. That's probably a tactful way to say it, that whole yeah. supply chain piece, you know, getting the raw materials mm -hmm. that you need for the products that you're producing and, and getting them out. So kudos to Boscovich Farms for being able to manage that process. But the other fun thing is 
you know, you have a chef on board that I imagine, you know, would engage with your customers to say, hey, I know this is a bag salad, but if you add this or this or this, maybe some other different kinds of ingredients to have some really fun recipes, is that kind of thing in the works or are you already doing that? Yeah. So if you follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook, it's at Green Fork Fresh and at Fair Earth Farms. Okay. You will see exactly what you're talking about, Pam. We okay. are looking to, you know, salad kits are so convenient, easy to just take from the bag and dump it. And I shouldn't say dump it, pour it kindly into a bowl, <laughs> add the toppings, the dressing, mix it up. And, you know, you have a delicious meal, but there's so much more. They're also a starter base, right? Oh Some of ours God. can be stir fried. You can cook them up in a hot manner. You can put them in a wrap. As I mentioned, the everything but the burger is a prime example of you're having people come over for, you know, an afternoon and you want their burgers on the grill, but you don't want to do all the go by the lettuce and the, you know, the dressing and so forth, right? Yes. So there's bacon in there. Who wants to cook a bacon? And like, I mean, as much as we love yeah, it, it's no. kind of, kind of arduous to cook and mine, you know, very messy. Yes. So everything's here. You just toss it in a bowl, you top it on your burger and it's like an explosion in your mouth and it's quick and easy. So that's our goal is to create recipes that have multi-use multiple right. um, usage occasions. So it's not just a simple recipe, which I shouldn't say simple, a delicious recipe in a bag. Mm -hmm. Um, it's more yeah. than that. it's more it's there's a lot of thought helping us with that for sure. Well, and and the consumer, I mean, I, depending on how hurried we are, if we're a mom of children who are going in all different directions, or if we're a dog mom, cats not so much, but certainly the dogs demand. Mm -hmm. They demand when you get home from work if you're not working from home, and sometimes when you're working from home, it's the in and out and in and out. You do not have time to be standing and, and cutting everything up and preparing. And that's where you come in. And I might be dumping it in a bowl because it just depends on how quick it is. So I think that word might really work there in some situations. I'm not always pouring kindly and, you know, tossing it together. So it might really go really fun conversation about what's going on at Boscovich Farms and with the products that you're releasing and what the future might look like. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to tell our audience about your company, your brands, what's going on sustainability wise with your packaging that's compostable and anything? Yeah, I, I think I covered the highlights, but I would just say for your for your listeners to keep an eye out for us because we are only just getting started. We have so much that we're going to build upon this and uh, support us. Buy it, try it, like it, follow us on social media and tell everyone you know about it. Yes. Well, I certainly am going to follow you on social media deep. And I really appreciate the time that you spent with us here today on the Future Foodcast. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry. 